You've probably heard the story that's been going around for about eight months about thousands of people being bused into New Hampshire from Massachusetts to vote illegally in last year's election. President Trump even told that story to a group of senators in a closed-door meeting in February. New Hampshire officials have denied those claims, and there's been no evidence to back them up. But President Trump's claims that three to five million people voted illegally in November led him to set up a controversial voter fraud commission, which held its first meeting in July. Any form of illegal or fraudulent voting, whether by non-citizens or the deceased, and any form of voter suppression or intimidation must be stopped. That commission has been the center of controversy since its inception. Joining us is Bloomberg News legal reporter Andrew Harris, who has written an article in Bloomberg Business Week entitled, The Few Democrats on Trump's Voter Fraud Panel Push Back. Andrew, tell us about the surprising allegations the head of the integrity panel, Kansas Secretary of State Chris Kobach, made about New Hampshire's voting. Hi, June. Michael, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, Chris Kobach, for a long time, has been associated with toughening voter registration uh, laws. Uh, it kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with his uh, other association, which is with uh, toughening uh, U.S. immigration laws. So about five days before the panel met in Manchester, New Hampshire, earlier this month, uh, Kobach, who is a uh, Kansas Secretary of State and a candidate for governor there, he's a Republican, wrote a column for Breitbart in which he asserted that more than 6,000 people who voted in last year's election in New Hampshire uh, showed up to polls uh, using out-of-state driver's licenses as IDs and that only some five – and that – Ten months later, only uh, a thousand or so of those people had actually uh, secured New Hampshire IDs. So Mr. Kobach asserted that the balance of those people were uh, apparently in violation of New Hampshire uh, residency laws and that there's a good chance that these people were out-of-state voters who tipped uh, both the Senate election there and potentially uh, the presidential balloting there in favor of Democrats Maggie Hassan and Hillary Clinton. And so what was the response? The response from New Hampshire Secretary of State Bill Gardner was that numbers uh, don't constitute proof. He wouldn't substantiate the allegations. Uh, another Democratic member of the panel, uh, Maine Secretary of State Matt Benlop, called the column reckless and said that uh, making this allegation was tantamount to saying that money found in somebody's wallet was evidence that they had robbed a bank. So it didn't go over very well at the uh, commission meeting in Manchester. Andrew, more generally, given that the... Um you know, how partisan a lot of Democrats feel this voter fraud commission is. You know, you've got five Democrats on the commission. How are they approaching this I mean, beyond just that allegation? Well, you know, you have uh, at least what appears facially to be an imbalance. As I said, uh, Chris Kobach has spent a lot of time working on uh, election law issues, as have some of the other more notable Republicans on the commission, Hans von Spakovsky and Jay Christian Adams, both of whom are former uh, Republican Justice Department uh, attorneys. Uh, on the other side, you have Mr. Gardner, Mr. Dunlap, uh, a former Arkansas state lawmaker, a um, uh, West Virginia County clerk and an Alabama probate judge, none of whom are as closely associated with this issue as are the three men that I mentioned on the Republican side. Nonetheless, has spoken to uh, all of them except for uh, Judge Alan King, and they've all said that they are uh, resolute in staying on the panel, even as uh, 
some of their colleagues have said, well, you're lending uh, a veneer of credibility to this uh, not credible uh, effort. Uh, their, their opinion is that they're best fighting from the inside than walking away. And Andrew, so there have been these accusations that this is a partisan commission from the beginning, but you write about evidence that at least one of the panel's Republican members you just spoke about was concerned about even including Democrats. Uh, that would be Mr. Von Spakovsky. On the day that the commission was meeting in Manchester, a uh, public interest group re- released uh, a copy of an email they had gotten pursuant to a Freedom of Information Act request. It was an email sent by Mr. Von Spakovsky. He says to a friend back in February, it ultimately made its way to Attorney General Sessions, in which Mr. Von Spakovsky expressed concern about putting uh, Democrats or even moderate Republicans on the commission and asserting that they would be an impediment to the commission's objectives. And that email is one of the reasons that seven Democratic senators asked the Department of Justice on Tuesday to explain any involvement it has with the commission. The Justice Department has said that it, it has no involvement with the commission. Is that correct? Uh- Correct. We haven't we haven't seen any evidence of that. The commission is nominally led by Vice President Pence. Uh, Mr. Kobach is the uh, vice chairman of the commission. As uh, you noted, it is a majority Republican entity: seven Republicans, five Democrats. Uh, they're, they're they're charged with uh, investigating uh, problems with uh, American election integrity and what gives people confidence and what takes it away. Uh, but there's been no indication that the Justice Department has weighed in on this, at least none that I've seen. So what has it, Judge Alan King, who you mentioned earlier, has written a, a memo on these subjects. What, what, where is he on all this? Uh, he's one of the minority Democrats, and he's worried that the commission is spending more time looking for ways to keep people from voting, either by toughening registration laws or toughening voter ID laws, than it is helping people to vote. And his concern, and it's echoed by a lot of his fellow Democrats, is that the uh, end result of this commission's work will be a recommendation to the president to toughen those registration and voting laws and make it harder uh, for some people to get to the polls and cast their votes. Andrew, what has struck you as you were writing this about the way Americans view voter fraud? Well, you know, June, this is really where the rubber meets the road in the democratic process. I mean, there are a lot of hot-button issues, whether it's gun ownership or gay marriage or abortion rights, but uh, this is people voting, so there's probably nothing more essential to the process than that. And depending on who you talk to, uh, people either are convinced that this is a, a widespread endemic problem or that it hardly exists at all. Nobody's saying it doesn't exist, but the question is really scale, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of middle ground being expressed from either side. Thanks so much. That's Andrew Harris, and he is a Bloomberg News legal reporter, and he wrote this article very well researched for Bloomberg Business Week entitled The Few Democrats on Trump's Voter Fraud Panel Pushback. That's it for this edition of Bloomberg Law. We will be back Monday at 1 p.m. Wall Street time and hope that you will be as well. Thanks to our producer, David Sutcherman, and our technical director, Sean Kilby. You can always find the latest legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. 
LegalBusiness.com, plus a website for the legal community at BigLawBusiness.com, and attorneys you can find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. You can listen to the latest legal topics in the news at any time by going to our Bloomberg Law Podcast. You just go to Bloomberg.com slash podcast slash law for the latest legal news. Coming up next, Bloomberg Markets with Carol Masser and Corey Johnson. Carol has just walked into the studio. Time enough to tell us one of the top things you'll be talking about, Carol. We're going to talk about Steve Bannon. He's back and he's targeting China, June. I have no comment on this one. No comment. I am speechless for one of the first times in my life. All right. Have a great weekend, everyone. I'm June Grosso with Michael Best. This is Bloomberg.